wiki.fandom.com. Is that the website? Finalfantasy.fandom.com. That's the website? Yes. Okay. Finalfantasy.fandom.com. That's the website. This is the podcast. Hello. I am your host, Blue Highland. Joining me tonight are the three greatest admins in the world, except for the admins that aren't here right now. Those people are also great. We love you. Hope that you can join us someday soon. Uh, with me is Scathis. Hello. Some Color Mage. Hi. And Technobliterator! Hello, thank you to my adoring fans of Zero People. Yeah, what do you think of the new high energy opening to the show? I love the new high energy <laughs> opening to the, the show. New high energy <laughs> opening to the <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this maybe this is how I'll open all of them, but maybe I should remember what the this website's called. At some point I'll know <laughs> what the website's called. called. Okay, so it is now August 2021 at the time of recording and at the time of posting. It will still be August 2021. Uh, last month, we had a gigantic slew of news, just tons and tons of things to talk about. This month, uh, there really isn't all that much news. So I guess uh, we'll just start with what people have been playing. Who wants to go and talk about things they've been playing? I'll, I'll go first. Um, the last game I played was the Ace Attorney Chronicles game. They were the new Ace Attorney game they released on Steam. Um, if you if you happen to like uh, the most accurate representation of 19th century British law, then it's definitely worth playing. As we know, um, British law involves things like cross-examining the jury, um, you know, every single member of the courtroom turning out to be a villain at some point. All the good things. Yeah. But no, yeah, seriously... Sure, sure. Jurors are allowed to announce uh, their verdict in the middle of the trial, stuff like that. Exactly. Anyway, it's it's, it's actually it's actually a great uh, game. It's you get two of them, and uh, you know, it's worth playing if you happen to like the series. If and it's a good place to start up if you haven't played one before. And I think it's uh, like, you know, it's kind of expensive, but you do get two games, and it is you know a, a decent thirty-five-ish hours of content. So, which is, you know, as we know, one dollar equals one content, one like equals one prayer, and therefore the game is about 35 prayers long, and therefore can save at least six uh, children from the horrors of having to take remedial math in South Carolina. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, like, uh, this month, well, I guess, you know, it's technically last month, but yeah, within a three-day window, we had the release of Grace Haste Attorney Chronicles, uh, Neo The World Ends With You, and the first three Pixel Remasters, which is very annoying because I like all of these things. Yeah, it is It is a <laughs> deluge of gaming stuff, and it's just going to get worse. Have you seen September's That list? was exactly the same with me when they released Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart at the same week they released Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, except I run the wiki for both of them, and I have to write all the content for both of them. So I know exactly how you feel, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I have not yeah, been able... Definitely... Oh, sorry. Yeah. There, there is definitely more stuff coming that I'm interested in later this year, but I don't know if it's all bunched up like that and you know, with the other three Pixel Remasters I've already bought, though, so it doesn't really matter when they come out, but at the same time, 
Okay, when's Metroid Dread? Uh, October, uh, that's right? October, I believe, yeah. And uh, Shin Megami yeah, Tensei Five so is November. I yeah. was so heartbroken that wasn't Metroid Prime because I've never played a Metroid Prime before and I want to try one on a Switch. Well, just wait for Metroid Prime 4 in 2024. That's what the 4 stands yeah, for. It's 2024. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I the have... Four uh, is the number of times we had to reboot development. I've been playing a Neo Twewi, which is how you say that game's name, right? It's Neo Twewi. Anyway, um, I don't think that's how you make it short, yeah. Yeah, it's Twewi. It's Neo Twewi. It doesn't stand for anything, it's just Twewi. You make, you sound ridiculous doing it, but you know. Um, anyway, I've been playing that, and I have not been able to get to great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Uh, I can't get the 12 minutes yet, because that's not on PlayStation or Switch, so I don't know how I'm going to play that. Oh my god, there's so much coming out. Sable's coming out next month. And, uh, and, um, what the hell? What was that? What's the Bethesda game? The, the time... Which loop Bethesda it? game? The one coming oh, out Death in Loop. Deathloop, the, yeah. The Outer Wilds? The Wilds of More Outer? No, not that one. I don't care about that one. Oh, wait, no, I do! That's the Outer Wilds DLC. Oh my god, that's coming out too. Oh, man. Oh, there's just not enough time. And then that's last month... Not last month, but last week, Boyfriend Dungeon dropped the same day as uh, Axiom Verge 2. And then a third game, and I looked at both those things, and I'm like, I don't have time to play any of this. There's no way on earth I'm going to get to this. Oh, I know that feeling. Oh, there's too many video games. Video games will be, will be inje directly injected into you with like a like a nicotine patch, and you don't even have to experience it anymore. It's just the secret. I I would I would take it if you could like condense like 20 hours of a video game into a patch and experience all of it instantly. That would really save me a lot of time. Also, if I could uh, condense like writing, let's say you're writing maybe 20,000 words about Evangelion, which is what I'm doing right now. If you could condense that to about five minutes, that would that would save me a lot of time. Well, unfortunately, the only way we can do that is if everyone turns into into orange and goo. Um, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a hard sell for some people. It's the uh, fandom instrumentality project is what I'm working on. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I'm the only one who hasn't gone yet. Oh yeah, sorry. As I alluded to, the game I've been playing recently, uh, obviously, is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And uh, I am a longtime fan of the series. I've played literally every single game. I've played them since I was a little kid. So my perspective will be the perspective of a longtime fan seeing what the new one is like. And so my thoughts on it are basically that... Um, I put it around the third or fourth best in the series overall because like on the one hand you have like the obviously good stuff is like the graphic the car you know the, the collection of weapons this is the best arsenal they've ever had in the series like by far uh it's the best voice acting they've ever had like not even close really even the old voice actors from the previous games give their best performances here like except like David Kaya's Clank was slightly less good than A Crack in Time, but even still, he was pretty solid. Like, James Arnold Taylor, he just nailed his role. So all Wait, 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 wait. James good. Arnold Taylor? Who does he play? He plays Ratchet. What? And he played... Yeah, he plays Ratchet. That's why he oh. sounds exactly like Tidus from FF10. I, I, 
I did not connect those two voices at all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tidus right. does sound like a rodent. That fits. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, um, also, the other, other good things are this is the first time they've done a good female character since the second game with Angela Cross. Like, because River is an excellent character. He's very good. Uh, so, the only criticisms I have of the game basically are that they way overused the enemies, even more so than previous games did. The, the enemies were still way overused. And, like, the writing, even though this makes the best argument for the series being written more like a Pixar game than previous games have done, because, like, the first few entries were more like a Futurama episode in terms of the writing. And then they ended up being more like a Pixar game. Sorry, a Pixar film ever since the PS3 days, pretty much. This makes the best argument for that, but I still don't feel like they went far enough with it. They didn't lean quite far enough into their um, infinite universes stuff. Like, I feel like there's a lot of interesting stuff they set up with this alternate dimension, and then they just don't answer a lot of the questions that some of are fortunate. And I never quite felt that moment at the end of every Pixar film where there's this... They have that one sequence that is bound to make you cry. And this game just doesn't have that. So it doesn't quite reach Pixar level quality. But, they don't, very they don't solid game. Into, like, into, the, into the furnace halfway through the game. <laughs> Wait, there's sequences yeah, that there's make no you cry in the other games? No, in, in Pixar films. Oh, okay. In this game... The closest, the closest in this series is probably the very first game when, like, uh, Clank speaks to his mother, which is a robot factory, and, uh, like, uh, she was proud of him all along and he never knew it. That was probably, like, the closest to it. Oh, that's but, really like, cute. Uh, I want to see that. It was. Uh-huh. It was, it was quite adorable. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, like, I feel like even though they've done the best job of this style of writing, than previous games they haven't quite nailed it yet so i'm excited to see what they do next i hope they address the criticisms but you know they're nearly there but not quite there yeah in uh self-promotion i did write a review of this game where i came to the conclusion that it was deeply uninteresting which i'm sorry about i, I feel like a dick coming to that conclusion but uh did you, did you enjoy the game I, I, yeah, in the review, I, I recommend it heartily. I just don't think it's a very memorable game. And I, I would right. think, like, I the... Okay, so... Yeah. Yeah, so I was just going to say, I agree with that. Like, because they have an interesting setup with uh, the Infinite Universes theme and with the whole, like... There are a lot of mental health themes that they touch on but never quite go into deep enough. Yeah, we should move on real fast because we are turning into the Ratchet and Clank wiki, which we're not. I'll just I'll just end <laughs> which on which I run. Yes, which you run. Self promotion. Um, in self promotion, mine bluehighwind.blogspot.com. At some point, I'll have a better website, but who knows? Um, I thought I would say it's not like a Pixar movie. It's more like a DreamWorks movie, or you know what it reminds me of? Yeah, it reminds me of that. reminds me of a movie called Sing. Which I think is Fox or Sony. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's that bad. It, it's, <laughs> like, it, I, I have I nothing mean, against the movie or Pets. Pets is another one where it's like I have nothing against this. I think it's very well done. I just, it's not for me. And I think they could be going further that. in places. Anyway, we do yeah. have what? Sorry. 
No, I was just agreeing with you. Okay. You just made a yelping noise. I wanted to know what it was. Very excited. Okay. Oops. We need to move on <laughs> to one of our topics at hand. One of the bigger ones. It is the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster for Final Fantasy 1, Final Fantasy 2, and Final Fantasy 3. They've come out on iOS and Steam and Android, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, those came out on July 28th of last month. I'm correct on that, right? I don't have I this in front of me. I think so. Um, I, sh uh, I should be... Well, I had to... I had the page for Final Fantasy 3 open on the wiki, but we haven't added the Pixel Remaster dates to that one for some reason. So. Oh, well. Uh, whoops. Add July 28th now. If we yeah. say it's true, it's true. Just yes, it. we can. We decide. Yeah, we, we, de knowledge. Yeah, we decide what it was. And I've decided that it was either July 28th or somewhere around then. Uh, those three games have come out, and uh, some color mage, you've actually played them. So uh, what? what's your thoughts? Right. Yeah, I've finished one and two, and I've nearly finished three i'm in the middle of the world of darkness at the moment so first of all that's one of the good features of the current version of final fantasy 3 it has a quick save feature that isn't fucking stupid which um you know, already fixes most of the problems with that big ending gauntlet where you couldn't save anywhere because uh this was before uh, square enix invented save things. um anyway um I feel that these are really good remasters. Like, you know, as a game themselves, they're not really going to be groundbreaking because, you know, these are three games that were written for the NES in the 1980s. And, the, you know, they, they do reflect the times uh, of which they were made uh, in a you know, just mechanical sense. But they're still... I think they're... I think they actually are the best remakes that they've actually made of these games, even if they are missing some of the later content that was added in uh, in later remakes. Uh, I feel like uh, things have been uh, rebalanced to feel more authentic to the originals while still being a little easier. Like, I mean, uh, Final Fantasy 1 uh, does break a little bit once you get that uh, item that uh, you can just use to cast heal at every turn but other than that it still feels rather challenging um the Final Fantasy 2 is the only version of Final Fantasy 2 that I've ever managed to to put up with for more than an hour so I mean that's already proof that the damn thing's improved uh, even if I still don't really like 2 um and also, I guess um, with 3, it's just... Uh, I really don't like the 3D versions of 3. I think uh, that, you know... Like, we know what happened with the enemy tuning. They couldn't uh, make the game support more than four enemies on screen at once on the DS, so they just massively ratcheted up the difficulty of individual enemies to compensate. Is that but what they did? Just doesn't... Yes, that's what they did. Okay. Um, but it didn't. But the end result felt really bad, and this returns. Yeah, it wasn't things, well balanced. This ah. returns things more towards the original version, while still keeping in a few of the of the abilities that the three D version introduced. And Interesting. I feel that that keeps a 
good uh, balance. And in some cases, uh, they did just rework the class again, like um, you know, Dark Knight. Uh, Dark Knight doesn't have Soul Eater, but it gets its uh, it gets its own group attack. Um, so they have done. It doesn't. It feels very much like a third branch of development. Uh, Interesting. Like this is the case for all of them because they've sort of split from. Like you can say, yeah, the the history of all these games, they kind of diverted from into a new type of a new type of game, you know, like in the Game Boy Advance era, because Dawn of Souls for one and two introduced a whole bunch of new things and sort of and very much reworked how Final Fantasy One well, like put in a few features for two that made it that made things a lot less of a pain in the ass. And, you know, before this, the only other version of 3 was a complete from-the-ground-up remake. Uh, and these feel more like... Try- these feel kind of like trying to find the middle ground between them. Okay. Um, you've managed to play all three in the last month? How long are these? I'm unemployed at the moment. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but still, these are, you know, Final Fantasy games. They're not short. Yeah, but these are these are the NES ones. They're like 12 hours. Okay. I remember them being longer. I don't know. I mean, you know what? I was playing on the Game Boy Advance and the DS, and these were like the hardest nails ones, so... I mean, uh... The fun- thing is, like, the longer... The game's length is kind of artificially increased based on the fact that the game doesn't really tell you what to do in a lot of them like you have to go around you have to run around talking to different npcs and they might give you a vague clue as to where to go next but for the most part you're gonna need a walkthrough yeah like i know enough about whilst i'm doing this i can sequence break parts of three so i was gonna um, ask if you were using like a booster of some kind what's up uh no i'm there's no uh, cheats or anything included, but like sequence breakers, uh, parts of three are fairly open-ended, so you can do things like uh, get the uh, get the earth crystal jobs before the story actually directs you there, um, and that is actually quite a big boost because uh, yeah, some of the devouter magus are actually really powerful. Okay. Not as powerful as sage and ninja because this is. 2D version, so those two jobs are deliberately broken. Oh yeah, uh, those but, were broken yeah. on the NES. The yeah. real question is, did they make the bard job playable in this version of Final Fantasy 3? Because I remember the original NES version is the bard job is legitimately worthless. Uh, they are frail as hell, but put a few uh, job levels into them, and uh, and uh, their pay- and their uh, healing ability can replace the white mage for random battles. How However, they couldn't heal in the original version of the game. All they could do in the original version of the game is scream at enemies and try to make them run away, is what they did. That's a great ability. It never worked. Uh, they, <laughs> but it's... Uh, they basically have the uh, they basically have the songs from the from the remake, but instead of being tied to a specific weapon, uh, you actually learn them as your job level increases. Okay, so basically they completely reworked it into something useful. Yeah. Yeah. Have you gotten up to Garuda yet? That wind uh, boss? Yes. Okay, is he yeah, fucking I... insanely stupid like he was on the DS? I mean, he's not 
as stupid because agility mostly works now, but I did still have to grind a bit and get a few extra uh, wind spears. Okay. To, uh, in, the, in the 3D version, every single boss attacks like six times per turn or something ridiculous like that. Usually two yeah. and then three by the end. And this guy, he could party wipe you with one move. It's a boss with a party wipe move. It's insane. And he could do it twice. Yeah, and then you're guaranteed game over if he did it twice. Yeah, because the idea was... Yeah, because like, the idea was that in the NES version, if if you use jump, you were, you're pretty much guaranteed to go before the boss. So, so you'd use jump. They'd all jump. The lightning would miss. You'd come down, do huge damage. Uh, while the first lightning would hit you, usually have enough uh, enough health to tank one hit so you just do it again and goes down in four rounds uh and that is mostly the case in this version sometimes sometimes the agility roll can go really bad and uh, uh and one of your characters uh, gets hit in the first round before they go up but yeah that that's that's basically the expected strategy Okay, um, my question for you now is what do you think of how these games are presented? Because I've seen that they've redone all of the sprites, in effect. It looks like kind of 16-bit-ish. And also the music seems to be fully uh, orchestrated. Like it sounds like real instruments now. Do you think those two things go together? I I mean, I guess... uh... Okay, you're (laughs) here. Got worried. Got oh, worried I lost you. Going wrong. Okay. Can I hear you? Uh, okay, so... Alright. Is everything okay, or is... I think everything's no. fine. I'm just making a note that we have become disconnected in our conversation. So I'll just cut out those last 20 seconds of nothing. Uh, yeah, okay. So the... Um, uh, I guess when it comes to a lot of these things, um, I really never really cared if audio was uh, more faithful to the original because and while it's impressive what uh, what could be done with uh, NES and Super Nintendo sound chips it still wasn't you know some sort of it's not something I feel like there's a deliberate need to emulate unless you are specifically going for something in that specific specific style and right like shovel knight yeah and and also the rearranged music is is really really good uh and some people yup uh, just go, go and it's all umatsu but no he's like supervising a team of uh, of 10 composers for this uh and there's uh and it's very good work um and the sprite work I, I guess uh, what they've gone for feels a bit of a middle ground between 5 and 6, because 6 had a huge graphical boost back in the day. It, Just it to clarify, very... you're talking about 6 SNES and 5 SNES, not yes, the... Yes, SNES. Right, not the port versions. We Yeah, the, yeah we um, haven't... Uh, I mean... I mean, like, even if you compare 5 Advance and 6 Advance, there is a noticeable graphical increase in uh, a big upgrade in graphics going to six because uh you know they um because you know with uh you know six they did away with like 
oh, on the world map, everything's tiny and you know, just use basil sprites everywhere. Um, but um, I, I'm not really uh, that. Uh, uh, oh, God, I'm having a hard time putting no, my thoughts no, no. together now. What's <laughs> um, like the general thing is just I like how these look. Mm -hmm. um, there's obviously um, some people, uh, not some people, nearly all of us really did not like how the previous mobile and PC versions of 5 and 6 looked. Um, I didn't hate it, it, but I didn't, like, I'm not an advocate for it, if that makes sense. Like, and, it does. It didn't put me off, but I wouldn't be like, oh, this is how it should look from now on. It looked like yeah. fucking dog and shit. It was a, and it was a bit of a shame because the enemy sprite work <laughs> in those versions was excellent. It was yes. basically just very high, high fidelity versions of the original. While the character sprites looked like uh, that, dude, Behemoth, um, Behemoth in FF6, the port, and like Kaiser Dragon, and Bahamut, those look ridiculously good in the port versions. Yeah, and and higher fidelity versions of the original artwork is pretty much what they're doing in these versions. Um, it's not not as high as the uh, as those versions but still but still very very nice a uh, very crisp looking and you know better better quality than the originals while still while still evoking the same sort of thing because I know some people will have like you just compare the enemy sprites in uh, in Final Fantasy one and they basically just redid the whole lot for PlayStation. Yeah, and there was those... some, like, I think some people noticed there were a few, like, coloration problems where, like, they would change the color of the field sprite and not change the color of the battle sprite. Wait, wait, which version are we talking first... about now? Is the coloration problems are in the new version or the PlayStation version? Right, that's, uh, that's a uh, pixel remaster thing because okay. uh, the field sprites are, are almost, they're almost entirely based on a mixture on the GPA games and like um, like you know it's not a complete remake of the GPA game but um, a lot of a lot of the sprites a field sprites you can look at and just think oh hey that's from Final Fantasy 5 Advance and it is mostly 5 for record most of the uh, generic NPCs uh, seem to have been yeah taken from 5 huh all, all of the pirates now look like Varys's uh, underlings. Um, Interesting. But yeah, the uh, enemy sprites—the enemy sprites are very faithful to the originals. Um, while um, and yeah, that does sometimes result in those coloration conflicts. But I don't see that as much of a problem because you know most of the most of the coloration conflicts is just some some guy in a robe helping your entire body because they're an enemy and like well yes that's probably not like it really doesn't matter that uh, you know this character has a robe that looks a different color from their sprite because they're about to immediately take it off and to reveal that they're a floating head with a dozen tentacle heads yeah i mean it's more I of just a curiosity 
Yeah. Right, it's more of just a little nitpick, a little curiosity, really. It's not like, oh, wow, they ruined the game. I yeah, I don't, don't think it's a problem. I, I don't think this is a bad port. Like, I, I think the job that was done seems to be fully competent. The Final Fantasy III battle music I've heard that was remixed that has an actual guitar. That sounds pretty, that sounds pretty damn awesome. I don't know why they're doing this. I, I still don't know why they did this and why they didn't just take, say, the GBA version and put that on Steam if they wanted a perfectly functional version. You can do that. Well, they just... did that. They did that and you all trashed it. It was no. the five and six ports. No, that's not I mean, the GBA yeah, version. With the yes, it is. Yes, it is. Under the hood, under the hood, that is the GBA version. Like they've actually hacked the five and six ports. Yeah, they but they beneath it is an emulator for the GBA, and they've just put their graphics on top of that. Yeah, that's why it looks like shit. They shouldn't have done that. It looked fine on the GBA, or even also, also. So you just said, oh, they need to just put GBA on no, the no, new no. platforms. Right. And, like, then, and then I've said, okay, they did that. And you're like, oh, no, that sucks too. Yeah, because they didn't do that. They obviously didn't. It's completely it different. It looks different. It looks we, we, bad. The, the problem is they made, they made it look, it looks terrible. That's the problem. They made it look awful. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, like, there are okay. some, like, even if you discount the sprite work, there are some serious graphical presentation problems in five, in the older versions of five and definitely six. Like, uh, six, the, the old six theme mobile version is the game that represented ATB by having the characters menu slowly pop up from below the screen. That that doesn't actually convey information. That actually makes it harder to see when turns are coming up. I, I haven't okay. quite I haven't quite finished my thought, which is like this is the most available version, but I still feel like on some level Final Fantasy one, two, three all the previous versions should have been available in some way, or at least even the originals. I don't know why they keep revisiting history. It's like every 10 the years... The 3D they're... version is still available. Yeah, like, no, but 3D like... The 3D version of FF3 is still available. It's like in 10 years when we have computers that are injected in pill form, they're going to go and remake it yet a, like, 18th time, and it's going to look roughly the same. It's still going to kind of look like high class sprites it's like why do you keep doing this you've done this work already it is all there and you just keep revisiting the same well and it's never authentic to well, any previous experience well my question to you in response to that would be what version of ff1 to 3 would you be happy with them releasing and putting available on current platforms i i want them to do the hardcore Criterion Collection version, where you get every single version. You get one on the NES, you get the PlayStation version, you get the Wonderswan version, you get the GBA version, the PSP version, the iOS version, all of them. Even this new one. Throw it in. You get eight games in one. There's all of history. All of history is on there. If you want all that nonsense, it's there. I agree, okay. They should, Interesting. They should allow you to mix and match. Like you can turn on the the GBA MP, for example, from the first game, and and put in the bonus dungeon or whatever. I mean, obviously you wouldn't be able to do that in the original NES version, but I feel like you should be able to. Uh, if you're going to remake it anyway, you might as well give us the option to play. With I GBA. do agree with that definitely, and like uh, 
for instance, you know, FF7 Remake, they said, okay, well, not everyone's on board with the new battle system, so we're going to give you Classic Mode, you know? I, I wouldn't have a problem with them for, like, uh, if they wanted to do Pixel Remaster, where they say, okay, well, we're going to give you Classic Mode, which is, there's no MP for FF1 and 2, but you also have, you know, I don't know, Modern Mode? I don't know, whatever they want to call it, where this version has MP. And it's so strange they don't have the bonus dungeons from the GBA PSP versions. Just such a weird decision. I I think that makes sense because the... It makes a bit of sense for one because, uh, yeah, they switch back to the old style of MP and Soul of Chaos. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Those dungeons were balanced around a completely different set of mechanics. Yeah, Soul of Chaos is really not balanced for the way that Final Fantasy 1 Pixel Remaster says up, but it doesn't really explain uh, why Soul of Reaper is missing. Oh yeah, that's big uh, story uh, stuff. Yeah, that's huge story yeah. stuff. That um yeah, that one I'm not sure about. Like uh, I don't know why they didn't include it other than the fact that like oh, we're only recreating the original. We're not creating stuff. That was added on to the original. This which, is gonna. Mm. Oh man, this is gonna suck for six because you're not gonna be able to do. Um, what's the bonus dungeon in that? The uh, Dragon's Den. The Dragon's only Den. Part of the whole game that's actually difficult. That yeah, that's a great bonus dungeon. That oh, it's ex. I love Dragon's Den. It's yeah, really that's good. a shame. I I I'm I'm gonna be honest. I also really like the bonus dungeon in FF5. I thought that was great. Like even though okay, you're fighting Omega again. You're fighting Shinryu again. Like, okay, fine. But you also fight Enuo. Enuo is pretty freaking cool. Oh, you know that what I forgot? I forgot all about that. And yeah, that that is a pretty great bonus dungeon too. It's been it a while. Great. Yeah. It's been it a while. It was fun. Like, yeah. I enjoyed it. Like, I think, that, I think that's a lot of fun to get through. So it will be disappointing to see those absent from 5 and 6. There's also like uh, a bonus dungeon in FF4 GBA which was yeah. um, on I never got that right, far in the GBA was, version so I don't know. Which was weird yeah. because it was basically like a precursor to the after years in a way where it's like oh every character gets their own like chapter even though there wasn't like too much to it. Describing something as a precursor to the after years is like describing nausea as a precursor to food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> well, Final Fantasy well, IV yeah. is just the prequel to the after years. We all know that. It's the inferior. Well, like, uh, I will I will say that, um, can we, like, transition at this point to, like, what we think of how four to six will look like? Well, I was going to get to that because um, we're not quite in news, but there has been some news already a few days ago maybe like a week ago now, uh, they posted some kind of live stream and we got like the first 10 minutes of Final Fantasy IV Pixel Remaster, which okay. I mean, it looks like Final Fantasy IV to me. Uh, the mu- okay. It's yeah, orchestrated. Also, um, also uh, like yesterday at the time of this recording, uh, the, uh, Steam, uh, the Steam uh, store page for the Final Fantasy IV Pixel Remaster uh, did get updated, so you know, based on the timing of the first three, uh, we can sort of expect uh, four to be coming out in around a month or so. Mm. So, do you think they're going to do four? Really you think they're going to do four, five, and six at once, or they're going to stagger them out even longer? 
I think they'll. Uh, I think they're getting mm. staggered out. At okay. This point. That's interesting. Oh, okay. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would have assumed it would be like uh one to three, but like it by the looks of it, they might still have quite a bit of work to do on five and six. I, I mean, I got a few reasons for this. First of all, is just that they're bigger games, and like you can even see this in the pricing. Uh, yeah, uh, much bigger. Two, uh, one and two are much cheaper than three. Uh, while three is about three, I think is the same price as the SNES ones, um, and uh, and the other thing is uh, while four's theme page has been updated, uh, five and six uh, haven't. Okay. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I yeah, predict... that makes sense. That makes sense. I predict many sure. arguments to come in the future when we see the Final Fantasy VI p- pixel remaster. I have a feeling. Oh yeah, six is the one. Like a uh, six is the one with the most hardcore fan base, including me. Hi. Uh, six has a very hardcore fan base, and that's a game that you don't want to mess with. Like that's a game. If you thought, yeah. If you thought that there were like uh, hardcore fans of FF Seven that were pissed off with remake, wait till you get a load of what's gonna happen when four. When sorry, when six gets released on a new platform like trust me they are gonna come out of the woodwork and they are not gonna be happy that is a very beloved uh, game and people are gonna want that game to look how it looked on the super nintendo pixel it's a very good game so it deserves its fan base and i'm not criticizing my fellow ff6 fans out there i'm just saying that like you guys are impossible to please it's not impossible to please yeah it's it's (laughs) It's not impossible to please. It, people just want it to look how it looked. Like It's mm. not like... Link to the Past has been ported well, to other thing things. Because, because with 6, like uh, I feel like 6 probably did the best job graphically on the SNES yes. on the series. And that's just... Fine. Yeah. Yeah, like, because with 6, they did, like... They nailed so well, like, really getting the absolute most out of that system... To just make a graphical style that really worked well, and like, and it really like set the right atmosphere and the right tone for it, and etc. And like, uh, where I do agree with a lot of the critics of the iOS port is that the coloration of the iOS port for FF6 was not faithful to that whatsoever. Like, no. it completely ruined that. Like, I was, and and that's like, that's the like probably mo- most poignant criticism of that port that i completely agree with anyway but uh with four so i i feel like final fantasy four like it is it does definitely have its fan base but i feel like four is a game you can't really go wrong with just because four is a very like it's the most standard classic final fantasy and i don't mean that in a bad way at all i mean it's just like it's very standard you know you've got your You've got your you've got your cast of characters that represent basically all of the different job classes. You got a very basic system of like oh you just level up and you get uh, new abilities. You know you've got like you've got your typical scenarios that play out, and you know it's just it's a standard Final Fantasy. So I feel like you know the pixel remaster of four is probably going to be fine. Like I can't really see a scenario in which they screw it up. Okay, I say we should move on to our other news. Um, well, it is like, yeah. uh, but but the thing is, like with Final Fantasy IV, the 3D version, 
that's not really strongly disliked. I mean, people found it very challenging, but there's not much of a like a backlash among Final Fantasy IV fans who are like, oh my god, this version ruined it, blah, blah, blah. No, it's just, it was kind of like, it's like, okay, it is what it is. I wish you made the 2D version available for everyone, which they're doing with Pixel Remaster now. But, you know, like, the 3D version exists, and it has people that like it. Okay. So, I'm, yeah, I mean, I think I, 4 is hard to be a divisive game. I will try I again. My only big concern regarding 4 is uh, whether or not they've uh, done a translation pass on it, because, yeah, there are the 2D and 3D versions of 4, and they do have different scripts, and it's mainly a difference of... Uh, the 3D script is more accurate, while the 2D script's easier to read. Okay. Right. Can everyone um, hear me, by the way? Yes. Yeah. Okay, all right. And I do remember uh, an interview with uh, with Slattery, the, uh, the, trans- the translator of the 3D version, uh, that he did offer to write a unified script uh, when the PSP version was under development. So I can wonder to... Uh, you know, it's a bit easier to read, but also corrects uh, some of the glaring errors that you can trace back to uh, them them not wanting to go uh, with uh, errors that you can trace back to, like, the PSX version. Because, of course, it got completely retranslated then because the SNES version was a complete train wreck. Um, mm. uh, but, you know, fixing up some of those problems while still trying to make not uh, having the same sort of problems that you, know, you can't you can't have someone and who is not really very familiar with uh, like you know deeply uh, understanding the English language to understand that 3D version because it uses a lot of language and phrasing that's you know well the thing semi, with Final Fantasy my Hollywood archaic mm. uh, the thing with um, 4 3D is that they did slightly expand the script and they added a few things to the story. So, for instance, they added in Golbez's backstory, which was, it was a decent addition. You know, it was like a short little scene. It wasn't too long. Oh, yeah, he was a tiny yeah, baby. It in. Twist. Yeah, Turns out Golbez was, was a tiny like. baby. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they showed us what it was like before, you know. It was it was fine. And then, like, the but the main change for me that I thought was, like, an improvement for Final Fantasy IV, because I remember, like, I played the 3D version of IV before I played the 2D version, and I remember when I played the 3D version of IV, I thought Rubicante was this really cool badass villain. I was like, oh my god, he's so, this is such a great scene, and, like, he's taunting Ed, uh, Ed, uh, what's, Edge. He's taunting Edge, and, like, oh, he's, he's a great villain, and he's, like, destroyed this whole town, and blah, blah, blah. And then you get to Final Fantasy IV, 2d and it's just like oh he's just another standard one of the fiends he's not that interesting you know and he's not that cool wait wait, 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 i felt like i disappointed i suddenly had a memory of something recent and i feel like did i dream this where there was some kind of reveal recently that kane and barbaricia were supposed to be like an item i think that was a hoax that was a hoax (laughs) ah damn it i like that though you didn't dream it but it still wasn't real Oh. Is that what they're doing in the Pixel remaster? <laughs> they just like they chi- a scene <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna randomly ship characters just to annoy people. So Umaro and Celis a- turns out they're the one true pairing. No, oh, we're, we're, going, we're going all we're going all out on the 
on the relationship stuff. The the SNES Pixel remasters, that they're all going to be art races. Yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy V, so finally the harem anime it was always supposed to be. So yeah, so I don't anticipate there being too many changes to Final Fantasy IV. I anticipate it being very much like the original 2D version of it on the SNES. Um, will people miss those bonus dungeons? Not for Final Fantasy IV, I don't think. They were alright, but I don't think they were that... They weren't that exciting. Okay. Like, I, I did like, because, um, you know, in addition to the Lunar Ruins, it's because um, the advanced version of four uh gives you all of the all of the party members except yeah you can Teller, use any of them except for you just need to go back to the back. and this also gives you that dungeon that allows you to bring all of them up to speed and right. i thought that was nice but it, you know it's not something fundamental to the experience right uh, yeah so the thing Okay, we yeah, can with, probably uh, all. save all this final fantasy 4 for when final fantasy 4 actually comes out yeah, sure. That, yeah, that's fair. We, I'll have plenty to say about Final Fantasy IV in that time. I, before we get to our next uh, topic, I have one piece of news. Yes. That, uh, I don't think we covered last episode. Okay, there was a novel for Final Fantasy VII remake that was based on teeth, currently Japanese only. And it was recently released. So there's a few new bits of lore details. And uh, I imagine I'm the only one familiar with it. So I can summarize it if you guys want. What is so this novel? I have not... The novel... Yeah, the novel was written by Nojima. Uh -huh. And it was... Uh, it's basically set during the next part. Except that it discusses their backstory. So okay. it's like, oh, Tifa and Aerith are on their way to calm. Then Tifa explains her backstory. Okay. Aerith is in uh, the cargo ship, and then she explains her backstory. Wait, wait, this is all remake, so, and they're jumping that far ahead? Yes, it's remake, but um, we don't learn stuff that's going to happen in the future parts. We only learn, like, previous stuff. Okay. Oh, wait, I think I've heard about this. And one of the revelations yeah, on this is... That uh, Aerith has memories of the past, just like we suspected. Right. She, yeah, she remembers the previous loops of this Final Fantasy VII Evangelion rebuild thing that we're doing. <laughs> yeah, so... She remembers that time when Cloud hit a, a soccer ball and it turned out to be a bomb. <laughs> she remembers the cloud that loved flowers. She remembers the cloud that etc, etc. The whole Final Fantasy thirteen two speech. So, with Aerith... Um... There were few. There weren't that many things about her backstory from there that we didn't already know, because there was already another novelization of Aerith that was also written by Najima. On the way to a smile. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't that one. On the oh. way to the smile was ages ago. No, this was a maiden who travels more, the planet. That wasn't written yeah, by yeah, Najima. That's, that's the one that uh, people got mad at us for on Twitter because it's yeah. <laughs> Wait, what were they yeah, mad about? I didn't. I didn't quite catch that. They were mad. They were mad because it's not written by Nojima, and okay. he mentioned it as a thing that happened. So they're like, "Oh, that's not canon because it's, it ships Cloud and Aerith." And it's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Anyway, was, all right. <laughs> I'm so, glad that they could have been mad about other things I was thinking of, and I'm glad they're not. Right, right. So, uh, but there was so basically there was another novel about Aerith that was uh, released in back in 2020. And it was like, uh, I think for one of the Ultimanias, and that 
uh, revealed her backstory as well. So this new one, A Trace of Two Pasts, doesn't reveal too much about Aerith that that book didn't already tell us. Whereas the novel about Tifa reveals a couple things, but um, most of it is related to after she left Midgar, uh, left Nibelheim for Midgar. So as far as what happened when she was in Nibelheim, it mostly goes over stuff we already knew, like she was friends with the other guys, you know, she talked to Cloud tiny, tiny amounts, and then, um, but the but like it basically uh, gives a bit more insight as to what she was thinking at the time. It's like, so Cloud was just this really shy kid, like for instance, you know, one time, like Tifa has a cat, we learned that, and one time Cloud rescued Tifa's cat from the mountain, but refused to bring the cat himself. He had to get his mom to bring the cat to Tifa because he was too shy to talk to her. And then basically the only time he ever really talked to her was like uh, around that time when uh, it was the water fountain, uh, the water tower, uh, that he made the promise. And then um, and then we learned that like obviously all the other friends of Tifa's had all left for Midgar and Cloud was the only one where uh, he actually like she was actually interested in what happened to him after that because basically he was like enigmatic to her so uh she had childhood feelings for him they reveal that part but all the Wait, she was she happened, had a crush on him yeah it reveals that she had a crush on him at the time when they were children okay so so um the the most mostly the new like a lot of that stuff is basically similar to like we already knew she had a kid we already uh, had a cat <laughs> she didn't have a kid wait, she was wait, too wait, young wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> we already knew she had a cat from before crisis and we already knew that she was like uh she was outgoing with other people from the flashback in ff7 uh the stuff we learn is what happened after zangan took her to midgar and basically what happened is like she ended up there, and because she would still she'd still been wounded from Sephiroth, like Zangan took her to some doctors, but he didn't want to take her to any Shinra doctors because they obviously you know they knew about the Nibelheim incident and they would kill her. So instead, he took her to some quack doctors, and the quack doctors they did stitch her up, but they also took money from her. Okay. And so, so they took money from her and they took a talkless pick of her. And what? Shopped it around. Wait, yeah, what? Okay, okay. Very, why? Why are we doing? Nice all right. What are we doing? They're not now? very nice people. Okay. But, this, has gone but, but this has gone way off the yeah, rails. <laughs> right. So, so that happened. So she'd just been uh, like left with this debt from the quack doctors, and that's around the time when she met Barrett and Avalanche, and that's when she bought a uh, seventh. Uh, well, I think she worked as a bartender, and then she bought the bar so she bought seventh heaven started working with avalanche and then found the quack doctor and beat him up okay what? and it reveals uh... that she it reveals that uh she was close friends with jesse at the time and that's about it so now we All know right. what happened to her after zangun took her to Midgar. i'm gonna ask nojima to not write any more novellas <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm like some people will talk like, hey, no, oh, no, Jima's best writer. He wrote ten two point five. That's yeah. the thing. Nojima is the most inconsistent writer I've ever seen. Like, how do you go from writing the dialogue in Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I think is legitimately uh, we've... really good, 
to writing 10.2.5. It's, oh my god. Well, alright, so years and years pass, there's translators, there's different goals. There's, I, I, I don't know. Dialogue and overall story content are two different art forms, in effect. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think that's fair. I'm just okay. saying, like, I do think that the storytelling of, and, like, I think that the writing of Seven Remake is a level of quality that is so far above 102.5 that I just think he's the most inconsistent writer I've ever seen. Okay, I'm going to pretend the whole topless picks thing never happened, and we're never going to bring it up again. And uh, right. we're going to move on now to our other news. Uh, there is a tiny bit of news. Not a massive amount of news, but there is a tiny bit of news. Uh, first thing, this happened late July. Uh, the Sage icon for Final Fantasy XIV has been changed. Before, it was a bunch of swords with holes in them. Now, they're swords without holes in them. That's it. Yeah, it's just, like, basically a non-issue. I mean, yeah. this change. And people, so, only- and people care about this? <laughs> Uh, apparently the oh, old right. icon... Right, was the, the old icon oh, was... Um, people got upset about? The old icon was suggestive. Chattled looters complaining about yeah. how... <laughs> no, it wasn't suggestive. It was, uh, it was uh, triggering... Uh, uh, what's the name of that phobia? It's the, Oh, tryptophobia? Like, yeah, it was triggering okay. tryptophobia. So, okay, alright. Okay. The only people... And, you know... These kind of changes happen all the time pre-release, and the only people who really care are complete losers who have nothing better right? to do. Than I, I was going to say that seems like the silliest thing. I, I'm reading like, the. Uh... All they... Sorry, yeah. Like literally, all they did is re-angle some of the uh, some of the lifts and fill in all of the all of the holes in the picture. It's a tiny change that you know. It's just that kind of minor art. Yeah. Has that change that's normal in the creative process. Okay, I'm reading the uh, Lodestone post about it, and yeah, it was the tryptophobia. I, I wasn't sure why it happened at all. I was just guessing. I'm like, what could it be? Um, next thing. Yeah, uh, I don't think anyone who plays Final Fantasy XIV cares about things being suggested. That is the horniest game in the series. Yes, extremely so. Yeah, uh, that's the Next thing, uh, we're going back to the Pixel Remaster because I forgot about this news thing until I checked my newsreel. And uh, the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters were review-bombed on Steam very briefly because uh, people were mad that the games were not coming out on consoles. They are coming out on consoles, guys. Give them time. Like, I mean, come on. Like, it will probably happen eventually because Square Enix yeah. has money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, the, the chance of this never coming to console is zero. These people fucking released Final Fantasy 3 on the Ouya. Exactly. They did, yeah. You know what? Ouya, that's a, that's a console that existed. There you go. They'll release the Pixel Masters, but only for the Ouya. Get ready, guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> They'll release them only for the Atari VLS. VLS. Is it? <laughs> the Apple Newton. Yeah. The Apple Pippin. We had to upload... We had to upload all the images of the Ouya's buttons on yep. the wiki, and there's like 30 of them, just because of They're one really game that got released. There's like 30 buttons. It's, stu- it's so stupid. Like, Thank but... you for all of that work, the proclaimed Stradivarius of controllers. 
<laughs> so, um, anyway. Yeah. Next thing, um, Final Fantasy XI has new content as of August. There are patch notes. That game, still that game does still exist. Yeah, that's mostly the reason I'm bringing yeah, this they, up. They still get, uh, they still get mo- monthly updates. It's mostly just uh, you know, cycling out endgame stuff. But I think uh, last... The last update was uh, another chapter of uh, the Voracious Resurgence. Yes, it is. Uh, Re- Voracious Resurgence yeah. update. This looks like a fairly beefy update. There's festivals. Yeah, the, there's the, the, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff here. Um, yeah, I mean, Voracious uh, Resurgence is story updates. So, yeah, I, it's like, uh, like literally twenty years old though. It is. Yeah, yeah just about now. They, yeah, and they ended it and then unended it because the ending. Uh, managed to make them enough money that they realized oh hey we can keep running this uh, this thing that literally runs still runs on ps2 server code and still make a profit so let's fucking go hey i say keep going i mean um ultima online still running isn't it and also that is probably what killed uh the planned mobile remake of 11 because uh from what people can tell uh nexon uh, only really went in on went in on it because they thought that uh, Square was about to end 11 at the time and then Square went and decided oh we're going to unend 11 anything that is ended can be unended there could be a Final Fantasy 11 rebuild it's possible Um, last news story for this month is that Final Fantasy 14 the one that people actually like not 11 which I, you know, people like 11, fine. People like 11. Okay, alright. Yeah, I stepped like, in it. I stepped in it. In I didn't need... I don't... 11 is an EverQuest era MMO, which is the genre that appeals to masochists. Okay. The more popular <laughs> Final Fantasy MMO, the one that is taking the world by storm right now, is getting a cookbook, yep. officially. It's out November 9th. <laughs> yep. Yep, it's getting a cookbook of real food. Includes an exclusive foreword by Yoshi P, instructions, photos, tips, etc., etc. I might actually buy this because I want to have a taste of Final Fantasy eleven. I mean fourteen. Mm, yeah. it is <laughs> whatever uh, it is. It is interesting because, uh, like the culinary in uh, sim- Sims in uh, fourteen, they tend to be like the most complicated recipes and stuff because they are somewhat based on real world recipes. Okay, wait a second. Yeah. Culinary simps? Simp. Oh, simp. Okay, all right. I heard something different. Yeah, the, the culinary simp they... would be a Nojima I, I think that's what that's that's what my dating profile is going to be. I'm a culinary simp. Well, yeah, don't worry. I I heard the same thing as you. Okay, <laughs> don't worry. All right. Um. So, are that, does this book include any vegan options? I don't know. I all I have is the if tweet does, in front of me. I assume there I mean, must be. Definitely, yeah. I mean, if there's it does, I'll pick it up. I mean, not, you know, complete, not like super vegan and vegetarian friendly, but there are definitely, uh, there are definitely plenty of vegetarian and vegan recipes in the game. It's okay. just a matter of you know, which ones they pick. I also know there is a small Final Fantasy cooking community. I think uh, all of Final Fantasy XV's recipes were actually created by fans, and those there's like some kind of cookbook you can find online. And I'm pretty sure there's already a Final Fantasy XIV cooking channel that some fan ran. Mm. 
So uh, maybe that person's evolved. I don't know. Dude on the ground, collecting Final Fantasy 15. Final, yeah, Final Fantasy 15 had a big cooking element to it, so I can understand why people did it. I feel like they put most of the budget into the cooking, actually. <laughs> yeah, the food is the best looking part of the game. It is. I know, it's weird, it right? is. Yeah, Final Fantasy XV has the most well-rendered toast in all of gaming. I would love, I would love, I have a fantasy of having wiki people over to my house and I can feed you Final Fantasy food. It would be nice. I would love to have you guys all over. You could like say, oh, I've discovered a new recipe and you can make it and it's like cactar (laughs) toast with chocobo jibble. I'd legit... I'd love to have you guys all over to cook pizza for you lot. Like, my pizzas are the best. One thing we would have to have is uh, sea salt ice cream, though. Sure. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. I just realized, when we were talking about other video games, I, like, didn't talk about Neo The World Ends With You at all. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think... I'd like to play that. I haven't gotten around to it yet. It's great. It's actually great. So, uh... Yeah, uh, we live in a brilliant. Yeah, we live in a time with Kingdom Hearts three, Final Fantasy seven remake, and Twewy two, and yeah, they're they're all great games. Um, anyway, yeah, I mean, maybe I'll. Nah, I'm not even gonna edit this back. I'm just gonna go. We're running like this. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're roughly at an hour, but I think we have time for one last bit of content. This one final bonus discussion we can do here. Uh, everyone here at the Final Fantasy Wiki had played a lot of Final Fantasy games, but nobody on Earth, as far as I know, has played all of them. So, uh, There's I'm just... someone out there who played all of them. Like, someone I really, out there. I really, I really doubt it. I really doubt it. There are so many... There are so many Japan-only ones. What's up? The guy who came on the Discord and got to level 99 in Final Fantasy VII could just bear it in cloud in the first reactor. That's that guy. Yeah. That guy yep. is the one who played them all. Oh, you know what? That's the one. Wait, wait, wait. Who's who's that director that we were always trolled about? The one that oh, was supposed to be doing uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, Hiroyuki Ito. Ito. He, he did Neo Twelly. Except it's not that Hiroyuki oh, Ito. It? It's a different Hiroyuki Ito. Yeah, there's two of them, right? Oh, yeah, there's two. Yeah. Yeah, so uh turns out a Hiroyuki Ito who's not Hiroyuki Ito made Neo Twelly. I'm like 90% sure of this. If this is wrong, I'm going to cut this out. But, alright. He's evil clown. Now you had a, it, 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 we've said it. It's true. Okay, it's, it's true. We, we are, yeah. <laughs> anyway, rewinding back, now that we slowly disintegrate <laughs> towards the end of this, um, I want to just ask everybody, what is the one Final Fantasy game that is most on your bucket list? It's not a game that's coming out, because we all must play Final Fantasy 16 before we die. But this is a game that came out in the past that you've wanted to play for years and years now, but for whatever reason whatsoever, you have not gotten to it yet. So uh, let's start with Scathis, because he's top of the list on Discord here. Okay, so in, in prep, I said Dive to Hunt Adventures of Sorbet. But I'll answer <laughs> perhaps an even more spicy take, which actually is Lightning Returns Final Fantasy thirteen. Ooh. Mm. I've not played. Ooh, that I, is very I spicy. I actually want to play it. Yeah. I'm not sure if I actually want to play it, but at the same time, I kind of See, do, you know? I've actually heard decent things about it. I've heard people who said 13-2 is the worst game they've ever played, but Lightning Returns is alright. 
I've seen I gameplay of it. I think uh, Lightning Returns is the best of the trilogy because, like, the main story is about as Direst 13's main story usually is. But during the side quest, Lightning has just completely stopped giving a fuck about everything and just clearly hates everything and will and will make fun of everything. Like the like, I think I've said this before in other places. One of the side quests in Lightning Returns starts with Lightning telling a child actor that her existence is meaningless. A child? <laughs> wait, wait. It's a child actor or what? a child that is an actor? A child actor. A child that is an actor. Okay. Uh, or was an actor. Wow. The, the, okay. I there's think one the side quest so where I feel like it would be an, it would be an appropriate experience. I feel like we should sit down and like I stream it or something. I'll play the game. I, I feel would. Like we've made so many Strag Return jokes of the past like tw- twenty years <laughs> that I feel like I have to play this game at some point in my life, right? I can't. There's there's one I... side quest where she goes on a date with a guy and she spends the entire time finding him that the only reason she agreed to this is because the restaurant has really good steak. You know, you know what? I respect it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Lightning, you know, you get your stake, however you gotta do it. <laughs> you go, girl. You know what? Fine. I- I've seen gameplay of this, and it is... It looks like fucking... Oh my god, it looks like puke. Like, it just... All the styles... Lightning Returns? It looks like puke. Like, every texture, every art style, every fashion piece, none of it goes together. It is like some kind of avant-garde I, well, attempt to destroy... It's like, yeah, it's like an attempt to just destroy every semblance of continuity and sanity. Yeah, that's the chaos. Yeah. Chaos. Look, and it, ends with, and it ends with Lightning going to the Eiffel Tower and visiting the Louvre to go visit, to go look at some art. I mean, how could I not play this game? It's not quite true, but you're getting close. Oh, man. There is a certain je ne sais quoi there. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. I don't know how I was going to top that. Um, Some Color Mage, Mm. what game do you want to play? Okay, yeah, my answer's probably not going to be as interesting, because I do have a morbid curiosity about Eleven. It's the only main series game that I haven't touched. Uh, And, you know, it's also, you know, from what I hear, it's nowhere near as awful to everyone and everything as it used to be. And the main reason that I don't touch it is because I already pay Square a bunch of money to play 14. I'm not going to add a second subscription on top of that for something. I'd probably just pop in and go, oh, yeah, that's still kind of ass, and then just draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, think I respect it. Like, like, I think that, oh, so Far Fantasy 11 is something like, even though I haven't played it, like, there are quite a few Eleven characters that appear in the Opera Omnia, the City of Final Fantasy uh, mobile game. And so you learn a little bit about what the world is like through that. And the world itself seems kind of interesting. Like, there's a de- there seems to be a decent amount of world building in it. It's just, yeah, like, I don't know if I could be so much of a time sink. Yeah... I um I'm never gonna play the MMOs and I just accept this, but I, I respect anyone who does. I mean, I would love to play 14 if I had the time and space in my schedule 
to play it because it's <laughs> such a great it's such a great game and you can you can fight kafka in it that's all all i need to know that i would i would play this game if i had the chance if for all we know kafka could be in lightning returns i mean <laughs> <laughs> he's hidden in the code base somewhere he might just be in the normal game. Has anyone even played this game before? <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy Eleven. I have not. Um, I, I don't know anything about it other than there's something called Xylart. The only thing I know about it is that there's time travel or something, and then Lightning ends up in Paris. And also, I there is time travel. There is time travel in. Oh, are you on about Lightning Returns? Because I was on about Eleven. You're talking about Eleven. You're talking about Lightning Returns. <laughs> Yeah. I was saying there is time travel in FF11. There's got to be time travel. There's time travel in all these things. Yeah, time travel goes back to the very first so, one. Yeah. So, right. uh, Techno obliterator, you can go with uh, your. So my answer to this, it might be interesting, but not because it's funny. Like, so my answer is the game that I really wish I had played and completed is Final Fantasy Tactics. I've heard such good things about Tactics. You should and play Final Fantasy Tactics. And when I look at it, like, you know, the setting is ridiculously good. The writing is ridiculously good. The soundtrack is pretty good, too. You know, the job system is great. Stuff. My problem is, I fucking suck at tactical RPGs. Like, I tried XCOM and I just couldn't get far in it because I was always losing people. Like, my characters are always dying. And, you know, every time I've tried to get through tactics, like, uh, I would get through, like, the first little bits and then, like, nope, I can't play this game. I suck. (laughs) Like, I'm too bad at it. Like, so, tactics is a game that I feel like if I, like, I feel like it should be up there with like my top five it should be my favorite one of my favorite final fantasies but i just suck at it i'm gonna ask you um is it door to trade city that you're always stuck at is it which one door to trade city trade city of Dorder, whatever it's called Ver- depends on the version i do i do recognize the name and it might be it might yeah, be that where i keep buying thing. that's you're one of the, the early maps yeah. that's uh the this like, is the right, third like, map in the game, and it's impossible, like, yeah. right from the start. Yeah, yes, this yeah. is a game that gets easier the further you get into it. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. I heard there was, like, oh, if you level up too much, then the Trocobos will stomp you in this one Yes, that map. is a thing. The, ran- the random encounters scale to your level. Yeah, but early oh, on, you have to level grind, like, real hard to get, like, a functional party going with at least, like, one black mage and a few knights and stuff. Yeah, anyway. so basically, yeah, no. if I could, if I followed the right kind of walkthrough or something to help me get through those bits of tactics, then I'm sure if I tried it uh, with that knowledge in hand, then I would love it and it would be one of my favorites in the series. But okay. as it is, I suck at it, so I don't know when I'll be able to get through it. There is a walkthrough that was written by me, except I know for a fact I hid at least one bit of completely false knowledge in that just I, I put one thing that was completely wrong just to fuck with people because i'm that kind of person or at least i was 
<laughs> is, it, is it about Barbara C again? What? No. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. So I'm surprised. I'm surprised no one's answered World of Final Fantasy. I, I, I played think that's that. a hidden gem in the series. Yeah, it's a uh, great game. It's a hidden gem. I, I didn't nice. finish it. Um, it is actually, it's very good. Um, I, I kind of burnt out after a bit. But yeah, no, I, I would recommend yeah. it. I'm I'm yet to finish it. Like, uh, I'm, like, I play through it every time I fly back home to England. Because uh, I have the PS4 still there. And, you know, it's fun. Like, I think it's, I think it's a hidden gem. It's a really nice fan service game. You know, that everyone should check out. There's a very yeah, tiny I cloud. Played it, never, never really got far into it because I guess I just don't really have that high of a tolerance for like the, the, Pokemon subgenre of RPGs. Oh yeah, I get, except, I get you on for, that. Except for Shin Megami Tensei because Shin Megami Tensei is fucking mess. But uh, yeah, I, I just don't play a lot of that kind of game. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, like, also I. I, I I haven't answered yet, so you didn't know. I could have said World of Final Fantasy. Well, I knew that you'd played it, so I knew okay. you wouldn't answer that. Yeah, anyway. Okay, all right. Um, anyway, to... Uh, yeah, the Final Fantasy game that is on my bucket list, and I thought this was going to be the most tasteless answer, but then Scathe had to come in and just completely blow it up. Um, uh, right out the gate. <laughs> yeah, just like, I can't top that. Even Sorbet Returns or whatever that Facebook game is, which I played too, actually. Dive to Hunt. <laughs> Dive to Dive Hunt. Dive to Hunt, the adventures to Sorbet. And it was a MySpace game, get yeah. it right? Yes, I've, <laughs> I have played that. That's not on my bucket list. That's done. Uh, nobody else can because it's taken down, but I've done it. I could be the one to play every Final Fantasy game, maybe. Uh, anyway, my answer is Final Fantasy X-2. I've, uh, played, I played 10 minutes of it. And I was about 15 years old, which means I was even more of an asshole than I am now. And even more of an asshole then than I was an asshole on the wiki, which is one hell of an asshole. I mean, Jesus. Uh, yeah, so... A 15-year-old teenage boy seems like the exact right age to play that game. No, not not at the time. At the time, you were not allowed to okay. like girly things at all if you were a boy. This was oh, just okay. forbidden. Yeah, and also, like, it's a it's a very long time before you get what? to the real stripper stripperific. So, like, it starts with what? it starts with hardcore J-pop, and I mm. I could not I, I was not in a place where I was allowed to do that. You were not what allowed to do I that in two thousand six. Little... Yeah, the thing I think is a little weird about Ten Two is that like it's a really girly game marketed towards girls, but it, I'm pretty sure it's mostly made by men. Yeah, that kind of comes hey, through. That's <laughs> <normal for> creative <laughs> industries. That, right. Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess, yeah, it is. It, well, definitely for the time. Right. I mean, these days, like they couldn't, like for instance, make a make. I don't know, like a, a, a superhero movie where the main character is female and not have a female director. Like these days, mm, they couldn't get away with that. But this is two thousand uh, whatever. I feel like you still could. I mean, they. Well, I, yeah, I feel I like know. you'd get a significant amount of backlash. I'm going to say Deserve Final Fantasy Ten-Two. From what I've seen of that game, that is clearly a game made by dudes. And uh, there yeah, is... it's made. It's 
it's like marketed towards women, but it's not made by women, which is the the main weirdness of it. And I don't think but it's like, sure if that's... or maybe humans. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I was gonna say, like, but, I'm um... not really sure if I'd say that Ten Two was marketed towards uh, women. In fact, it almost feels like the opposite. Because I mean, you you look at uh, you know, demographic data, and also a lot of historical advertising. RPGs used to be like the genre that you advertise to women in general, because it's uh, the thinking man's game, uh, and you know boys weren't allowed to have critical thoughts. Uh, it de um, depends on the genre of RPG. I would say Western RPGs were very much this is a boys boys game. Fallout that's a man's game. Still are. War never that's changes. Still are, that's still War but, never like, changes. I, I know, but yeah, I know plenty of women who do like Skyrim and Dragon Age and stuff. But other than that, that is that I would say that is the case. That, we need like, we need to be clear. This is uh, this is 2004 when this game. No, even earlier. This is like 2002, right? 2003. No, it's, it came out 2004, three or four. Because yeah, it's a very different time already. Final Fantasy X-2 was made with reused assets from Final Fantasy X that they kind of stitched together into a new game. That's the other reason and I haven't like, played it. I didn't respect that choice well, at the time. Now right, I do. I'm like, like, yeah. I actually love my favorite part about X-2 is that Xanarkin becomes an amusement park. And they just like, it's like a cheap, terrible amusement park showing off your uh, your. Xbox. But I, but I think there is some. So like, there are some it's redeeming not, it's, qualities for Ten Two. That's not yeah. an ironic like. I actually like that choice. I think yeah, it's yeah. Like, there are there are yeah, plenty uh, of like. Uh, uh, I'll go. So there are redeeming qualities for Ten Two, such as the fact that yeah, you do get to see like parts of Spira and how they've changed. Like, and it is genuinely interesting to see what this world would look like post Yevon. And, you know, there's an answer to that where you have like, um, they're called, I don't remember what they're called, but they're like, uh, the young something or others it's, it's that the, are- The youth league. Yevon and the Young- Youth League, that's right. Youth league. There's yeah. the Youth League versus New, New Yevon, where like New Yevon are like, okay, well, the old Yevon was bad, but we're gonna like, uh, still, keep what made them great and like uh try and like be take a more conservative approach to how uh, how things will be from now on and They're the youth exactly league are like no <laughs> and then the youth league are like the revolutionaries are like okay. no we need to like completely reform society you know there's there's interesting stuff in there and most people i know who how, who say they do like tend to point out things like the battle system and the job system and that stuff is interesting the problem is the overall package is not a very strong cohesive product. Like it's the fact that like it's ridiculously hard, for instance, to 100% this game because if you make a certain choice, then it's impossible. I don't care about 100%ing things. You're supposed to do game plus and do both of those routes so that you know you have a huge buffer zone because like the maximum percentage you can actually get is something like 125 or so i'm because, yeah uh, the two routes are counted separately i'm not um, doing that i'm not 100 ing anything i've never 100 in any game so other than me the 10 i'd say that's the correct choice because the good ending of 10 kind of shits on the entire thematical uh, thematic mood of the game up until that point yeah, the good like, ending with, of 10.2 sets up 10.2.5, and that's invaluable. 
Like with know, the yes, you're right. with the ability of hindsight and not being a teenager, I mean, it is very possible to look at Ten Two and think that it's mostly a really good, not not exceptionally told, but still a good story about you know, letting go of the past and moving on. And then the game decides that the best ending is to you know, reward Yuna for refusing to let go of of the past and giving her her boyfriend back. I want. Be real yep. Though, yeah, skate. Uh, that we we're talking about the story of this game, but like seventy-five percent of this game is pushing people on bird masks and digging in the desert. Okay. I've actually played this game, <laughs> okay. and uh, it, that, that's what it actually is like. I played okay, it, I mean, and I think that's actually required the main got. story and not the uh, and not all of the endless drudgery aside locations, aside from Zanakin, which is I like you said, actually good. I don't remember how far I got in this game, but I got slightly past the fucking massage scene, which made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, we don't need to. Uh, we can move past that. It's so bad. Yeah. 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 I. Here, here's what I There's want for Yuna. There's a lot of stupid shit in Tenzu. There's a lot of stupid shit. Okay. What I want for Yuna is I want her to not care. I mean, she can move on. Let's have that. I want her to be in her 20s. She has her two girlfriends, and for her to just live her life. Maybe she dates a dude just to have steak. I respect that choice. Anyway. That seems like what 10-2 is. It's like... 10-3. Yeah, just like, it's just like, it just seems like incoherent kind of nonsense, but now yeah. that sort yeah, of... It's like, it's like how they, t- they took uh, one of the best characters from the original 10, which is Riku, and they made her into like a complete caricature of what Riku is like, and she becomes extremely annoying in Ten Two. I uh, Riku. So Riku was pretty damn annoying in Ten already, so I don't see any change. I, I, I do. Riku went in the world's longest binge and completely fried all her brain cells. It's very sad. It's really I think tragic. if you if you thought Riku was annoying in Ten, and I mean, I'll grant you that there are some moments where she kind of gets on my nerves. Like if you think she's annoying in Ten, then you're know, like Ten Two. Don't play it because she's way worse in ten. Okay, it's so disappointing because I really liked her in ten. I think the conclusion is that Lightning Returns is actually the best game that's been suggested so far, and we not play it. Hey, tactics! I'm not doing that. You know, <laughs> that's just not happening. The truth <laughs> is, I. The truth is, I've wanted to play ten two for a while, and I don't know if that's ever going to happen. There's, I'm definitely not playing Lightning Returns. You're not bringing that evil on me. That's just not happening. I'm sorry, but you're, you're, you're going to put in the world that never was to whatever into the, you know, because I slip, slip the disc right into the PlayStation and you're going to turn it on. It's going to be Lightning Returns. It's your curse now. But I didn't buy a disc. I bought it digital because discs are the way of the past. Now we eat games no, through it, pills. It's okay. PS3 games work on the PS4 and PS5. Be safe. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, I guess we should wrap up unless uh, anyone has anything else. Is there anything else? I guess um, we have a new skin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actual wiki talk. Yeah, we have a new skin. I forgot. I forgot we are a wiki. That's and about it. Logo, that's awful. Yeah, I don't like it. Bruh! Bruh! Actually, uh, I didn't make the logo, so... Anyway. <laughs> I got us the logo. I got us the logo, but I didn't make it myself. <laughs> why Why does the new fandom logo look like a meteor? That's a chocobo, but... Oh, you yeah. mean the fandom logo? Oh, I thought you meant the wiki logo. No. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, about to love Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the fandom logo is like I don't know. It's it's like 
It's silly, but whatever. Fandom is doing what Square Enix is doing and making changes constantly, even though changes may or may not be needed. And as a matter of fact, the old ways were the best. So just bring back Monobook and we can be fine. It's the wiki of Pixel Raymaster. <laughs> it is, yep. Yeah. Uh, um, is there any other big wiki news? I mean, I guess we're adding all the Pixel Remaster stuff as time goes by. Um, yeah, we're adding the Pixel Remaster stuff, uh, and uh, in a in a few in a couple weeks or two, maybe I'll come back to writing the integrated content. Like I've written about half of it, I need to finish it off. But Rift Apart took too much of my time. Okay. Um, if you subscribe to the wiki's Patreon, I will play Lightning Returns. Bye, yeah, you have to pay us in Cayman Island dollars, remember? If you, if you pay me $20, I will buy Lightning Returns. If one of you Honestly. sets up a Patreon, I would be fully for it. But, uh, yeah, I, I have to pay the hosting for this podcast now. How much even is Lightning Returns on Steam right now? It's $20. This... Look it up. It's $20. If someone gets <laughs> a $20 tier on Patreon, I will huh. play Lightning Returns. Live on stream in my lightning cosplay, which in fact is nothing because I don't have a lightning cosplay. But <laughs> okay. For $50, I will buy some eclairs and eat some. You know, Skate, I've always. Skate, whatever you're wearing right now, there's a good chance that lightning has that very clothing as an alternate <laughs> costume in that game. She wears everything. All right. I've uh, always said that I one day want to cosplay Oran, but I actually think I want to cosplay Sabin. Okay, um, I'm gonna go wrap us up here. The seventy dollar tier in our Patreon, Dirge of Cerberus, Final Fantasy Seven, coming to a home near you, seventy five dollars <laughs> only. Oh, yeah, man. with 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 the Sovereign cosplay as I play it. That's another game I played. That oh my god, oh man. I played that game too. Oh, it's not Dirge good. Of... It's not good at all. I have not played it. I have. With deadass stream me playing it for the first time in my sobbing cosplay, and see right. how bad it is. We are descending into complete, <laughs> to complete incoherence towards the end here, so we should probably wrap up. All right, we are the Final Fantasy Wiki. I was Blue Highwind. That's Skaith. That's Some Color Mage. That's Techno Obliterator. The website is called uh, Final Fantasy Wiki. Final Fantasy <laughs> Okay, it's something like that. Um, <laughs> this podcast is produced by me and hosted by me. Our podcast music is uh, La Montanas de los Caballeros Jovenes, which is the Mount Colts theme, which was made by, I have it here, uh, Expert Novice from the Balance and Ruin album from uh, Overclock Remix. We'll be back next month with more stuff. We are a podcast that you can download. We have a feed. We're on YouTube still. At some point, maybe we'll show up at Apple Podcasts. I have to go and email uh, support for that, and I've been dragging my feet. And uh, that's that. Um, I should have like some kind of sign-off thing, right? Like podcast end with like a sign-off thought. Does anyone have any like quote I could do or something? Anyone have anything for that? There's coffee. Okay, let me think of a Final Fantasy quote. Um, All right, I got something. Too late and to their sorrow do those who misplace their trust in gods learn their fate. How's that? Love it. Love it? That's a great one, except, okay. the, except the accent was terrible. Hey.